0: what is going on guys? DK back at you with another video here to break down the two game NFL playoff slate on Saturday. Guys, we have football all weekend. I'm super, super excited. We have the two game slate on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and then the showdown slate on Monday, which is the game I'm the most excited for. Uh, But if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos on live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Also making videos for NBA Top Shot and NFL all day. If you guys are playing NBA DFS, I have a video already up breaking down the Friday slate. So make sure to check that one out. Uh, if you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple podcasts, link down below. It's called the DKDFS show premium content. I offer that at patreon.com. We are covering the NFL playoffs, cover the main and the showdown slates, uh, which there'll be a lot of this weekend. And then, oh, sorry. And then the um, NBA package, I cover the main and the showdown slates as well. Uh, I would like to thank the sponsor of this video, guys, roast umber roast umber is a coffee company they have regular coffee they have decaf coffee and they have my personal favorite uh, the nitro brew uh, coffee so um, it is a known fact guys that if you drink roast umber you will be a better dfs player there will be less tilts there will be less tilts Uh, if you do drink roast umber and uh, you can use my code guys DKDFS, all one word for 20% off and there's a couple uh, a couple spots left here because the first 25 uh, orders get a free one pound bag of coffee so take advantage of that right now guys if you order uh, quickly you will get a free one pound bag of coffee as well as the 20% off so Uh, Go check out Roast Umber, guys. Super, super excited to have them along board. And again, it is great tasting coffee. Nitro brew, best nitro I've had. Okay, so um, let's get into this video, guys. Let's first take a look at the Vegas ads here. And then um, we'll go team by team and talk about the players. So Raiders and Bengals, this game is projected to be higher scoring. It's 49 over under. The Bengals are currently five and a half point favorites. And the Patriots bills is a 44 over under with uh, the Bills being four point favorites. So let's start it off at quarterback um, and then we'll go team by team. So quarterback uh, at the top, we have Josh Allen at seven nine. So it is in the lower score or projected to be lower scoring game of the two. You know, both have a pretty solid defense. Bills, pretty good defense. Patriots, pretty good defense as well. But I think the quarterback with the most upside in this slate is, is definitely Josh Allen, right? And obviously, he's the guy that can get it done on the ground. Like, just take a look at the last five games. For the last five games, 109, 64, 81, and 63 yards on the ground. Obviously, we know, too, Buffalo is a pass first team. So um, I think Josh Allen makes for a really good play at the top. And I think he's got the most upside out of any of the quarterbacks. Joe Burrow is priced up to 7.3K. Um, he was dealing with that knee injury, but looks like he's good to go. He's been on fire last couple of weeks: forty-one and thirty-seven fancy points that he did play. Now, I think both are kind of outlier performance, like five hundred and twenty-five and four hundred and forty-six yards through the air. Don't think we're going to get that again. But um, you do have three clear guys you can pair him with, right? Uh, and all three have upside in Boyd and Higgins and in obviously Jamar Chase. So I do want to mention Joe Burrow. Um, I think I have a small lean though to Allen Overborough if I'm to pick for the guys at the top, and then um, it's kind of weird, but I kind of like Derek Carr here. Uh, he's only 5.8k. This is the higher or projected to be higher scoring game of the two. I know he hasn't really been putting up huge numbers, but um, this is a game they are projected to be playing from behind, and he's relatively cheap. So I kind of like Derek Carr as a contrarian play. Um. Again, well, I guess we'll see how much what his ownership's going to be. But I kind of like him in the cheap end. And then Mac Jones at, at a 5.3 is the cheapest of the four. I think he does have the lowest floor. We know New England is a pass or is a run first team, I should say. Um. Now, where I could see Mac Jones having a good game is if like Buffalo gets off to a really early lead. If Buffalo say starts 14 nothing or 17 nothing Buffalo then New England probably is going to have to abandon the run and have to air it out a little bit more. That's where I could see Mac Jones having upside. Um, but of the four, he's probably my least favorite of the four for this two gamer. Right, let's move on to running back and let's first go to the Raiders. So Josh Jacobs at 6.6 K. I mean, he's been basically been acting as the bell cow back he had 26 carries last week. He has been more involved in the pass game as well, which does raise his floor. So I think he's a super safe option. Uh, the backup running backs, Peyton Barber, I believe, did not have a touch last game, uh, did not log an offensive snap. They went to Jalen Richard as the backup. He's the flatman price. Um, You know, he'll probably be out there for some third downs. I think he's, I guess, a viable large field tournament play, but obviously Jacobs is your guy that I think is is a pretty safe play at his respective price point. And the Bengals side, kind of the same thing. Like Joe Mixon uh, if he stays healthy, he's going to be the guy that he's going to be a guy that rarely leaves the field. And he is very, very involved in the passing, which does raise his floor. So, uh, you could see a game, Joe Mixon pushing for 20 plus touches. I think again, super, super safe. I'm not really even going to consider the backups here in Cincinnati with P Ryan or Evans. Um, so yeah, let's move on to new England and running back. So we'll keep an eye on Damian Harris news. He's questionable with a hamstring. I expect him to play. He's been uh, practicing limited fashion all week. And when he is in, he has been their lead back. Now I do expect Ramondre Stevenson to still get some touches of 5.1K, but um, expect Damian Harris to get um, probably a majority of the early down work. And then you're going to see Brandon Bolden uh, mix in uh, for third downs. And this is a game they could, again, They, if you're looking at the Vegas odds, they'll um, be playing from behind. So I think Brandon Bolden's kind of a sneaky value play in the slate. Um, with Harris uh, being viable, but there is uh, there is some risk with him because Stevenson will still get a few uh, touches uh, on the early down work. And then if they do fall behind, they'll probably have to phase out the running game. And then on the Bills' side, so Devin Singletary uh, snaps have gone way up over the last month. Uh, and he's been playing pretty well with, with the opportunities. So, I think he's a pretty safe play here in the game the Bills are favored. Um, they are, have been a pass-first team, but they've been establishing the, gr- the run game a little bit more of late. So um, I think Devin Singletary makes her... <laughs> I felt that sneeze coming on. Sorry, guys. Devin Singletary makes her a pretty uh, pretty safe play. And then Zach Moss at 4-5. Right now, just a large field tournament play. Um, he'll, he'll be the backup running back. He'll probably get somewhere around four to six touches, but... Um, obviously I'm going to feel way better about Singletary for just an extra $1,300 more. All right, for wide receivers, let's go to the Raiders first. Uh, Hunter Renfro at 6'4". I do think might be a little bit over-owned after last game. Uh, We do have Darren Waller coming back, which does hurt Renfro a bit. So he did have four. uh, He only had four catches, but he had two touchdowns. Now, I still think Renfro is definitely viable. He'll play a majority of the game. He's going to run a lot of routes, um, and the Raiders love going to this guy. But with Darren Waller back, Um, I do think it makes him not look as good, right? And I don't think we can expect two touchdowns again from Hunter Renfro. Zay Jones is 4K. I actually think he's a pretty safe value. He's played really well over the last month or so. Like last five games, 7, 9, 8, 10, and 8 targets. I have no issue going to a 4K Zay Jones. Brian Edwards at 3-3. I mean, he's a viable dart throw. had four catches and five targets last week. He's been pretty disappointing. But the thing with Brian Edwards is he's still playing the majority of the game. He's still out there a ton. So, um, I would prefer like, taking a shot at a guy like Edwards over Sean Jackson, who might see, you know, maybe a quarter of the game. He does have some big play upside, but um, I think I would feel a little bit better about Brian Edwards, who I just think has more opportunities. On the Cincinnati side, so I mentioned it, right? The three wide receivers are basically going to play the, the entire game here. Jamar Chase with T. Higgins and with Tyler Boyd. Uh, Chase, obviously the guy with the most upside. We've seen the massive explosion games from Jamar Chase. So I have no issue going to him in the higher, the higher total of the two uh, games on Saturday. T. Higgins at 6.2K, uh, probably your safer option in the mid-range. It's a little bit easier to get to him than it is from R. Chase. I think he has a relatively high floor. And then finally, Tyler Boyd, again, he is the cheapest of the bunch, um, probably the lowest upside of the three. But, I mean, last five games, seven, five, six, five, and 6 targets. I think he's a fair value play, right? I have no issue if you want to go Tyler Boyd. Um, and that's really it for the Bengals wide receivers moving on to new England. So Jacoby Myers at 5k in a game that should be playing from behind. I think it looks pretty good 12, eight, eight and eight targets over the last four games. Um, he is their best wide receiver. And again, it, it should be good game script. So I do like Jacoby Myers a good amount there 5k as far as the secondary receivers. I have a little bit of interest in Nelson, Nelson Aguilar, who's still playing the majority of the game. I think I have it up here somewhere. Um, where is it? Yeah, so Aguilar, I mean, he played 89% of the snaps last week. Like, he's still going to be out there uh, a majority of the game. He just hasn't really been targeted a ton. But he'll have opportunities kind of like kind of like a Brian Edwards-esque. ask, right? a guy that's going to play a majority of the game, but really hasn't been targeted a lot uh, this season. Um, and then Kendrick Bourne's at 4.4K. Probably has a little bit more upside, but might only play about half the game, maybe a little bit more. All right, and then finally on the Buffalo side, so we do have Emmanuel Sanders coming back, so that is pretty important, because last game you saw Gabe Davis uh, play a ton. Whoops, I have all weeks here. So here, we can go to week 18 where Emmanuel Sanders sat out, and Gabe Davis played like 91% of the snaps. But again, this is a game where uh, Emmanuel Sanders is coming back. So I think it was week 16 the last time we saw Emmanuel Sanders. Here, we can go check out. What the snaps look like for that game. I believe all four wide receivers are healthy there. Oh no, they weren't. But Sanders did play 82% of the snaps. So again, it's gonna be a little bit tricky to figure out, you know, what exactly the snap the snap distribution is gonna be. If we go off, you know, earlier in the year, it's probably gonna be a lot of digs, a lot of Sanders, and like about half the game from Beasley or so, maybe a little more, and then sprinkling some Gabe Davis, but. Um, I I do think Gabe Davis is upside. And again, Emmanuel Sanders has been hampered by injuries. So we will see what the snaps look like for this game. But yeah, Stephon Diggs, clearly your safest bet, uh, of the, of the Buffalo wide receivers, the guy that has the most upside by far too. Um, I mean, he can break the slate for sure. And obviously he's a nice pairing with, uh, Josh Allen, Emmanuel Sanders at 4-3, I'm a little bit undecided in what I want to do here. Um, I do think he'll have opportunities, but will we get, like, 80 90% snaps like we've been getting for Sanders for most of the year? I'm not sure, so I think he's fine. Um, I think, personally, I feel a little bit better about Cole Beasley at 4-2 working out of the slot. I think the floor is a little bit higher, so I think Beasley makes her a pretty safe play. And Gabe Davis is not out of play, but definitely riskier um with emmanuel sanders back in the mix so um yeah playable but uh, i'm not sure what the snaps gonna look like for, for a guy like davis versus emmanuel sanders and then finally the tight end position so on the raider side darren waller 5-7 the price has come down on him he had nine targets last week i think he makes for a pretty good play um you know you're kind of buying low on darren waller he was out for like a month and a half before he finally came back so um, I do like him a good amount here. Foster Moreau at 3-1 will play the backup tight end role. He did have that one long catch uh, against the Chargers, but not much interest uh, in going there. On the Cincinnati side, so we have C.J. Uzoma 3.5K. You know, probably get somewhere between five to seven targets. I think it's a fair value. I don't think he's going to kill you. I don't think he's going to win you a tournament, but I think he's a relatively safe play. On the New England side, so we know they're going to use two tight ends here with Henry and, and uh, Smith. Henry has kind of established himself as the uh, better pass-catching tight end and the guy they're using more in passing down situations. 8, 6, 5, and 6 targets over the last three weeks, or last four weeks, I should say. A guy that does have touchdown uh, equity as well. And Smith is at uh, 2.7, really been used more for blocking purposes. So, um, I mean, Smith's just a dart throw. Uh, I feel much better about going to Hunter Henry of the two New England tight ends. And finally, Dawson Knox is 5.1K. So he's still going to play a majority of the game and you know his production's been a little bit up now in the season he's had a couple big games couple floor games but the upside is there like he can go for 20 plus um so I'm intrigued by Dawson Knox 5-1 I don't love the price point but again you do have Josh Allen as his quarterback and then as far as defenses go for the um for the two-game slate I mean you're probably going to feel the best with the Bills defense playing at home against the Patriots at 3.2k but we know defense is a high variance position so like, I'm fine taking shots on the other defenses, but I think your safest bet is definitely going to be the Buffalo Bills. So, yeah, guys, that will do it for the video today. If you haven't enjoying the content, just make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Would really, really appreciate that, guys. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you guys all in the next video.